Welcome to P.I.'s Declassified, an inside look at the world of private investigators. Your host is Francie Kaler, a noted private investigator. Francie and her guests take you behind the scenes and into the genuine, sometimes gritty business of investigation. You'll hear stories from the trenches with plenty of surprises. Here's your host, Francie Kaler. Good morning, listeners. I'm happy to be here, and uh, it's Thursday, and I'm very happy to introduce uh, my guest this morning, Mike Morelli. Good morning, Mike. Michael. Excuse me, Michael good morning, Morelli. Good morning, Francie. Good morning. Yes. <laughs> good morning. Yes. How are you? <laughs> it's always fun to start out a little discombobulated, but we're we're here. <laughs> we're here. No problem. So, uh, I'm really interested in this show, Michael, because you're going to be talking about understanding emails, and this is uh, this is something I know nothing about. I can tell you right now, so I'm going to have a lot of questions. But you give you're going to give us such meat on how to do this. So, um, t- tell me how you got involved in this kind of investigation. What's what started you down this ra- road? Well, uh, unfortunately, uh, the, the way I became a PI is I went through a divorce, and uh, I found out my wife was cheating, and, and I found I found phone numbers and things, and I was really good at discovered that I was good at what I was doing without any training. I had a natural bent for it, and so an opportunity opened up for me to work with an investigator here in Oklahoma who took me to lunch, and I told him about my education and background. He hired me on the spot. I got my license. I worked for, for Eric for a year, and then I was able to go on my own. And I particularly love social media investigations because really the truth is, Francie, it is the forefront of investigations now. People put their lives and everything about them online. And when you're doing insurance investigations or cheating spouses, et cetera, uh, that's the gold mine. That's the gold ticket. It absolutely is. And so uh, tell us a little bit about Eric. What is the name of his company? So that's Cullen and Associates, Eric Cullen, and his expertise is criminal investigations, and he's really well-known here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, for working with people who are wrongly convicted and getting them exonerated, and uh, he has a real passion for that, and he's, he's a great guy. He's a dear friend, and like I said, he trained me and got me started, and then I was able to go out on my own after about a year, and so that, that was fantastic. And how long have you been doing it now? Uh, about five or six years. Okay, okay. Well, you, Michael, you have such a fascinating background. I uh, I was going to wait to do this, but let's let's do this a little bit. For heaven's sakes, you were a missionary for 25 years. Yes, so, I've been to 40, 41 nations now. Yes. That's just astonishing. You're, well, first of all, you're not uh, old enough to be a missionary for 25 years, but okay. Uh, <laughs> so, so how did you get started there? Well, oh, that's a long story, but to, to make it brief, uh, to be real honest with you, I was praying one day, and I said, God, why'd you make me? What's my purpose? Why am uh-huh. I here? And I felt like God spoke to me and said, go to Oral Roberts University and be an evangelist. And so I was accepted, impossibly accepted on probation. My grades were so bad. My SAT scores were so low. I'm not dumb. I just don't do well on standardized tests. Uh-huh. But I graduated with honors. 
and uh-huh. one door opened the next, and then I was full-time in the ministry for 25 years, traveling the world, been on five continents um, among most of the religions of the world and among very poor and desperate people, bringing them hope and good news. And then, you know, uh, I went through a divorce, and when that happened, that just really changed my world, so I had to kind of reinvent myself. So were you back in the States when that happened, or were you still in another country? No, I was in the States, in the okay. U.S., yeah. Okay. And and during that 25 years, you were actually functioning as an evangelist, or how did that yes, work? Yes, as a full-time evangelist, yeah, as a full-time evangelist traveling the world, I did a lot of big open-air uh, uh, festivals, good news festivals. I've had crowds of 200 to more than 200 and maybe 50,000 people that I've preached face-to-face to, preach the gospel of Christ. And I love that, and I love people. That's my, my, my passion. Um, so it's, uh, it's been an incredible, I've had quite an incredible life being a missionary evangelist, which I still do, but it's more on a part-time basis now, and also a private investigator. So it's a really neat careers I have. <laughs> That's really very unusual, too, actually. So, yeah. Yeah. so how, I, don't, I can't get my head around this. How do you go from becoming from being an evangelist traveling around the world to being a private investigator in Tulsa, Oklahoma? Well, I, uh, you know, I went through a divorce and, and I kind of found out what found phone numbers and found out things that my ex-wife was doing. And then I found the gentleman, the gentleman, I guess that's a nice word to say for him, who was <laughs> with my wife. And uh, I, I discovered that I had this skill that I didn't know and I was good at finding information. And yeah. I found a lot of information, too much, unfortunately. But in any case, 10 years ago, uh, we separated, and I've been single since then. And um, I just thought about, wow, I could be a PI. And, and, uh, and then a door opened for me to work with Eric, and then uh, off I went. Interesting. You know, some people might see that as a conflict, and it, being a, a, a man of God and an evangelist and being a PI. So I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I love that statement, and let, let me address it if you would. <laughs> I, for me, for, for me, there's no conflict at all. You know the 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 uh, lo, the slogan on my website is "Finding the Truth for You," uh, powerhousepi.com. Finding the truth for you, and wherever the truth leads, uh, I, that's also a passion of mine. Some people I find they're telling the truth. Some people are not. But here's the problem. Here's the reason it's not a conflict for me, Francie, because. Whatever people decide to do, that's on them. That has nothing to do with me. If they're cheating on their spouse or they're lying about their injury or they're stealing money or they're committing crimes, they chose to do that. I'm finding information. I mean, ultimately, as PIs, we're, we're information brokers. And I love truth. I mean, being a Christian, being an evangelist, it's my passion. So being a PI and finding truth, uh, to me, it dovetails so well with uh, being an evangelist. I'm an, I'm an information evangelist and a gospel evangelist. How about that? <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, no, that's, re- that's something for your website, for sure. Well, yes, yes. I have to tell you, the other day, um, one of my clients called, and uh, I have to say that this is a client that is in jail currently pending a trial. And I had an 
I had a woman with me who was, uh, I had just hired as a brand new investigator, and he started interviewing her, which was just mm-hmm. pretty much a crack up. But one of the questions he asked her was, um, what tells the truth and lies at the same time? Hmm, that's a good question. That's uh, a good question. <laughs> yeah. What's the answer? I'll, I'll tell you. Yeah. Your body. And I oh, thought that. that that was so profound. Your body. Wow. Tells the truth and lies at the same time. At the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought oh, I man. just uh, was amazed at that. So I've been telling everybody. Anyway. <laughs> oh, that's good. good. Okay. So... Let's talk about email investigations because, uh, like I say, I, I know very little about this, and you have so sure. many good tips, so, tips, so I'll t- let you take it from here and tell us about that. Fantastic. Thank you, Francie. So I was asked by PI Magazine to write an article on uh, email investigations. You know, I, I studied and became a board-certified expert in, in social media investigations and continued to, to do a lot of studying all the time, learning, 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 because techniques change all the time, so we have to cr- kind of stay ahead of the curve. Um, but here's the most important thing I want the audience to know. Uh, it is absolutely mission critical. The very, uh, the most important thing, in my opinion, to doing any investigation, especially social media, is finding the emails of individuals. Because every email, Francie, is tied to, or every social media account, every online footprint that an individual has is tied to an email. When you uh-huh. set up Facebook, Instagram, uh Google, anything, you have to have an email. So if I can find your email, I have a 90% chance of finding you and finding everything about you and finding all your social media um, footprint. So to me, that's mission critical. People need to understand that you've got to find an individual's email. So I wrote that article um, and uh, I've got a lot of great tips. Like, for example, do you want me to kind of share a few little techniques yes, I would, of what yes. I do? Absolutely. Okay. So, for example, uh, in the article uh, that I've written, I talk about first start out with Google. So the first thing you want to do is you want to Google the email, and you want to Google the email in quotes. It's called a Boolean search. A lot of investigators know about this. Some people don't. Uh, I was speaking to a guy the other day, never knew about this. So what uh-huh. the quotes do is tell Google, I only, you're telling Google, only give me the information that's contained within these quotes. So wherever Google has indexed that email address, it will find it and return it to you as a result. If you just type it in, you're going to get all kinds of results. If you type in Tony Smith, you're going to get a million results. But if uh-huh. you type Tony Smith in quotes plus uh, Tulsa, you're going to get maybe 30 results. So you went from 5 million to 30 using that technique. So the first thing is put the email, the known emails that you have in Google, in quotes, and search, and look at all those links. The second piece is take the portion of the email, uh, the username. So say johnny23 at gmail.com. Take Johnny23 and put that in quotes and search that on Gmail or on uh, uh, Google, I'm sorry, 
And what that will do is return any results where Google has indexed that particular username. And what's interesting in, in social media investigations is oftentimes people use the same username over and over and right. over. So that's one of the tricks we can use to find their social media footprint. So you want to you look, look at that. Then you want to take their username Johnny23, for example, and let's say their, their email, their known email is johnny23 at Google, or gmail.com. Uh-huh. Now you want to take that johnny23 at hotmail.com, at yandex.com, at, hot, at um, uh, yahoo.com, et cetera, et cetera, and try that out in the same way because you might find another email that relates to the subject you're investigating. So... Um, that's a quick uh, beginning tool, and that's where I always start. Google okay, so, so, so much information. Yeah. Yeah, Michael, just a second. So, what, so when you do uh, Johnny23 in quotes, and they do a plus sign and then the email address? No, no, no I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm sorry. So you're going to put quote Johnny23 at gmail.com. End quote. Okay. And search. So the, the specific thing you're looking for is in between the quotes. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, in, in, your, in your article, uh, the reason I'm, I'm bringing this up, in your article, you have a, a section where you've uh, put the name of the person in quotes and then a plus sign and then email or email address. So I was just wondering. Okay. Uh, when you do oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So what you're doing then in that instance is you're searching and you're asking Google to look for that target name that would have any email connected to it. So that's what that particular search is. Oh, I see. Okay. So you just write the word yeah, email. Yeah. So like, you put, you put, go ahead. Yeah. You just, so it's uh, Tony Smith in quotes plus sign Space. and then email and it'll bring space. back an email. Yeah. Okay, got yeah, it. So it's, it's, yeah, yeah. You want to put a space between the, the quotes, space, plus sign, space, the word email and search. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a great technique. In fact, it, you know, I've, the article, if people are interested, if they go to uh, powerhousepi.com, they can request a free copy of it. And, um, I also have another little bonus thing that I put together called Investigator's Guide to Unique Information Sources, which I can give free to whoever would like it if they just go to powerhousepi.com. Um, cool. So some other great techniques for email investigation is you want to know if the email is a valid email. So let's say you get an email because people make up emails and uh, for all kinds of reasons they're trying to hide. So right. I want to know, is this valid? So there's a great website called validemailaddress.org, validemailaddress.org. And you can go to that site, put in the person's email that you have or your targets. Maybe you have three or four or five email addresses. And that will let you know if it's an actual valid email. Is the syntax correct? Is it deliverable? 
because uh, you want to know, hey, this person is actually receiving email here, and maybe you want to engage them in a, with a pretext to get more information from them by emailing them. But now you know the email actually works. So okay. that's an important, an important piece. Um, there's another website which is really fantastic. It's, it's email rep. So email R-E-P dot I-O. Email rep dot I-O. And this will tell you, rep stands for reputation. Uh-huh. So it's going to tell you, is this a risky email? Does it have a high reputation? Is it a suspicious email address? And then oftentimes what it finds for you, and this is a gold mine, not only would it tell, it'll tell you this is a reputable email, if it is, but it sometimes has different links at the bottom, like um, it will have Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, Facebook. And if it actually finds a link to their social media, now you found, just by using that one site, you found two or three or four of their social media sites that quickly. It's a Would great, you, great tool. And, that is a good go tool. Could you, could you repeat that, um, that address quickly? Of course. So, so it is email rep, E-M-A-I-L-R-E-P dot I-O. Okay. Dot I-O. And again, the, the article I have available, if people want to go to my site, they can, they can download and actually I put a link on my website where I have over 30 of the links that I'm talking about right now. Uh-huh. I have them listed for you on my website where investigators can use them. So one of the passions I have too, Francie, is to train other people. You know, nobody owns all the information in the PI industry. We all need each other. We're collaborators. We're investigators. We're not islands. And that's my philosophy uh, is I want to help other people succeed. I want to teach other people what I know. And then when, when, when they're stuck, uh, I can help them. You know, I can that's be available fabulous. to help them. Fabulous. So if they want the article, just, just go to powerhousepi.com and they can download it for free. Okay. Hopefully great. that helps. Yeah. That's very helpful. Okay. All right. That this is very helpful. So go ahead. Okay, so there's more. So for example, you can also go to another site. It's called socialsearcher.com and that's S O C I A L dash Social Dash Searcher S E A R C H E R dot com. And you can type in an individual's um, email or other, other identifiers to find information about them. So let me bring in a word that some, many people may or may not be familiar with, with, but the word OSINT, which stands for Open Source Intelligence, because that's what we are doing. We are OSINT uh, uh, gatherers. We're gathering open source. That means it's, it's online. It's there available. It's indexed by Google or Yahoo or Bing, and we are finding this information. So a lot of the websites in the list that I provide and that we're talking about today and that people can get for free online mm-hmm. um, also have OSINT implications. So, for example, some of these sites you can go to and you can search the email of the individual. But let's say you happen to have the individual's username. You found their Facebook page, and you understand that their username is Johnny22. 
So facebook.com backslash Johnny22. That portion after the backslash dot com backslash is the username. Now you take the username and you can search it in many of these sites. You can search phone numbers. You can search emails. For example, I have a page up on my computer right now, another great site called thatsthem.com, T-H-A-T-S-T-H-E-M.com, that's them. That's a really cool site. I mean, there's so many great sites out there. Um, and, and what do you come up with when that's them? What, what does it give you? So you can search, again, I was talking about email searches and OSINT. So uh-huh. you can do an email search. You can reverse search their email. You can, you can search their address. You can search their phone number. You can search people's names. And you can search IP addresses. And these are all free. These tools are all free. So we want to, as an investigative community, be aware of the free tools and utilize the free tools mm-hmm. uh, because they're, they're super important to, to what we do. I mean, when we're successful, our clients are happy when we give them information. They're paying us for good service, and, and these are great tools. So that them is a fantastic tool to reverse search information. So if you have the phone number, you type it in, you hit search, and it, it'll search its database and find, if it has information, it'll find the person's name, their email address, uh, phone numbers, sometimes relatives. Um, another great site, if you want another good one, is Lunar, L-U, or I'm sorry, I mispronounced it. <laughs> it's <Okay>. uh, L-U, <laughs> I can't talk anymore. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. You, I have trouble all the time. You can... You can tell I'm passionate about this. I mean, I'm passionate about evangelism, and I'm passionate about information and being a PI and and an information evangelist. That's really what I am. I love it, and I love teaching people training. So, because it's a lot of fun, you give value to people. You know, everybody wants something, and if you can help, I love to help other people succeed. It's just something that's in my heart. And I think that makes the world better. There's enough garbage in our world. We can help people. So anyway, so this site is L-U-L-L-A-R dot com. And again, this is all... I'm sorry. No wonder you couldn't pronounce it. No wonder You couldn't pronounce it. I couldn't pronounce it either. It's a goofy Luler, whatever whoever Luler is, I don't know. But, yeah. But um, it's another site where you can put an email in, you can put a first name, um, and you can also search by username. And again, that word OSINT, open source intelligence. So there's lots of sites where you not only can search their email, but the list of these sites that I'm giving uh, you can use them for other purposes because first thing you're trying to do is find their emails. Then you're going to search their emails. And then you're going to um, try to locate where they are, who they are, and their social media accounts. And my little, my little spy dog, Happy, has jumped up on my lap because he wants attention. So I, I have to pet him while we're talking. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. That's good. <laughs> Okay. Oh, man. I have a little a little white multi poo and I use him on surveillance with me. He's a he's a great little he's a great little pretext dog. 
There you go. That's perfect. That's perfect. Okay, so um, you have one called emailsherlock.com. What does that do? So let me find that in my list. In fact, uh, let me go online. Email Sherlock. You know what, my, Michael, let, while you're yeah. looking for that, let's take a quick break and so yeah. Um, yeah. people can hear our commercials. We'll be right back. Perfect. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. PI Magazine is the most respected magazine of the professional investigator. We feature stories and articles on current trends and issues, equipment reviews, tips, and practical advice. Don't miss the new and exciting year in PI Magazine. Subscribe today at PIMagazine.com. Need to hire a private investigator? Ask for their professional association affiliations. When an investigator asks Francie Kaler about associations, she says to first join a state trade association. Francie belongs to the California Association of Licensed Investigators, or CALI. It's the largest association of its kind in the world. CALI's main focus is networking, training, and legislative advocacy. If you need a detective in California, contact CALI at cali-pi.org or call one 800 350 C-A-L-I. For a national association, Francie's choice is the National Council of Investigation and Security Services, or NCISS. For over 35 years, the council's primary mission has been to represent its members before the United States Congress and governmental agencies. Find the council at NCISS.org or call 1-800-445-8408. NCISS and Cali are great places to look for a qualified private investigator. Tell them you heard it from Francie on PI's Declassified. PI Magazine is the most respected magazine of the professional investigator. We feature stories and articles on current trends and issues, equipment reviews, tips, and practical advice. Don't miss the new and exciting year in PI Magazine. Subscribe today at PIMagazine.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Listening to PIs Declassified with Francie Kaler. You can call into the program. We'll take questions and comments at 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You can also email your question to Francie. Send it to FRANCIE at PIsDeclassified.com. Now, here's Francie Kaler. I'm here with Michael Morelli from Tulsa, Oklahoma. He's a private investigator there. He specializes in social media and all kinds of other things. But the thing we're talking about today is email investigations. Michael, you were just looking up um, uh, emailsherlock.com, and it's it's down at the moment. Now we don't know whether yeah, it it's down. Like it's down. Yeah, it's down, whether it's down permanently or whether it's just temporary. But that's the kind of thing, though, that happens with these sites often, isn't it? That- and that is a very great point, Francie. Yes, it, that's why we have to stay up on top all the time of what are the newer sources. I'm always searching and learning 
because these things do change. They change on a daily basis. So one day the site works, the next day it's down. There's one site I used to use that's now was seized by the government, by the U.S. government. Yeah. I can't use it anymore. So they're evidently, there's something wrong. Maybe they're getting their information unlawfully or some, something's going on yeah. that it gets shut down. So we have to be aware of that. As long as, as long as it's open source and it's available online and we access it, we haven't violated a law. But it's possible that they may be violating a law. Correct. A- absolutely correct. Yeah. Okay. So... Um, what other good ones do you have um, that you really like to, that you find is are beneficial? Okay, so here's a fantastic uh, golden ticket website. It's called okay. dehashed, dehashed.com, D-E-H-A-S-H-E-D, dehashed.com. <clears throat> you can search by email, uh, by username, IP address, person's name, address, phone number, VIN, the vehicle identity number. And when you, the thing you have to remember about the site, when you search email, you have to use quotes because if you don't, you'll get all kinds of false positives. You also have to use this site responsibly because you can actually purchase uh, passwords that have been f- discovered to uh, people's social media accounts. So um, is, this, is this a dark web source? No, no. This is a, a regular source. It, so what has happened is there are all kinds of breaches that have occurred. Remember the Ashley Madison breach? Mm-hmm. When millions of, of, of people's emails were exposed um, because, uh, and, and, and people were embarrassed. Well, all that information was put online, and that's why it's open source. So there are, there are uh, Adobe's been breached. MyFitness.com has been breached. So there are websites that collect the breached data, and you, it's open source, and you can go and you can look it up. And what, it, what happens is when you put an email in a site like this, um, I mean, I don't buy passwords. I don't need it. There's no reason to really do that, but they do offer that. I don't really know how they're able to, or but that's not, I don't buy them, so uh-huh. I don't need it. But what it does tell me when I put an email address in, it'll tell me that this person has had an account with MyFitness, with Google Plus, with with um, several uh, you know different kinds of sites that have been breached. So now uh-huh. I have a collection of accounts that this individual has had or still has online. Now I have insight. Now I know this guy's got an Adobe account. He's got a, a, an Instagram account. He's got a MyFitness account. So I can put that into my research and also into my report. So dehashed is phenomenal, phenomenal. Um, oh, wow. There's another, yeah, it's a, just a great, great, great site. And there's another one that's called leaked source.ru that's l-e-a-k-e-d s-o-u-r-c-e dot r-u leaked source.ru where you can put a search term in like an email or other things and find again find that information where uh, people's emails have been breached and then you can know what accounts they have that's also a reason why I always recommend to people to use burner email accounts 
um, which I can give you some references to if you'd like that. But when you're setting up your own accounts just for your own security, don't use Michael Morelli at gmail.com. That's my name. But I would never set up an email like that. I might set up johnnysmith25 at gmail.com. That has nothing to do with me. Because if it's breached, I don't want to come back and they know it's me. It's none of their business. Hmm. Well, that that may answer the question that when I had a major hacking. That may answer those questions right there. Interesting. Yeah. And yeah. there's burner places like uh, 10minuteemail.com, uh, gishpuppy, I don't know where they come up with the name, gishpuppy.com, maildrop.cc. And again, if people are interested, go to powerhousepi.com and you can yeah. get the free information on uh, these, these tools and a list of all other kind of really great resources. I'm happy to give it to people. Well, I would love to get your booklet that you're talking about. If That's not downloadable on the website, right? No, just go to PI, uh, I'm sorry, powerhousepi.com. Just put your email and information in there, and it'll send you the, uh, the teaching. It'll t- send okay. you the information. And on the very first uh, sec- second page, right at the top, is the list and the link for the email investigation link on my website. There's a section on finding people, uh, uh, utilizing search engines, not just using Google. Everybody just uses Google. There's other great search engines. OSINT tools, there's a list of social media tools, uh, et cetera. Okay, okay. So, uh, so, Michael, I know you have stories. Give yes. me, a, give me a, <laughs> a couple of stories that where you've been so successful for, or in, things that have been unusual in your uh, email searches. Okay. So, uh, for example, there was a police officer here in Oklahoma who was wrongly convicted. Uh, He had 10 women conspire and accuse him of crimes. He got a sentence that's over 200 years. I was hired to do a social media deep dive on all these 10 individuals. I found all their social media. I found all their posts where they talk about lying under oath, uh, where they, I found all their criminal records, where they talk about conspiring, where they talk about their prostitution efforts and all, I mean, so much detail. I'm talking thousands of pages of information in these reports. Some of my reports might be 30 pages. Some are a thousand pages deep. And, um, you know, I, I, I was saying that I, I partner with PIs across the country and I do the heavy lifting for them and charge them, you know, a nominal fee. I don't even charge my full fee for doing it. But the PIs that I work with, and they just charge what they want for the report. So they can mm-hmm. do an upcharge and make money and everybody wins. So that, that, that's resulting in this guy getting a new trial. Because we were able to show the evidence of these women conspiring and then also their, their illegal activities, drugs, prostitution. Uh, I mean, I collected tons of information. It was a big case, took a lot of time, and it was really, to me, fruitful because, I don't, you know, people who, who commit crimes deserve to be in jail if they committed something bad. But if they're not, they don't deserve to be there. And that's something actually I did in collaboration with my friend Eric that I mentioned of calling investigations. Um, yeah, so what, so Michael, what was their motive? What was their motive? Was it revenge? 
these women? Uh, uh, I hate to say it. I really hate to say what it is <laughs> publicly. Uh, it's really race-driven. And that's just, that's, it was just really race-driven. That's the race bottom line. Driven. I just hated this guy. Race. Be- they were, because he, they was, because he was black or white or what? He's, he's white. They were black. And I'm not trying okay. to put anybody down. It's just that right. they, you know, he stopped several of these people for traffic violations. And then they all accused, they all, they all knew each other. So they all accused him of, of, of touching them and doing things he didn't do. Mm. I mean, mm. he I found that even him I did a report on. He, he dated women who were bikini models, white girls, 100 pounds. I, yeah. It's just, it, you know, so it's yeah. just sad. It's a sad deal. It's a sad deal. Okay. And that happens you know, anyway. So go ahead. So he, got, so he got a new trial because of that. He's getting a new trial, yes. He's getting a new yep. trial. Okay, good. Good. Yep. Okay. Well, that's that's good work. Thank you. Do you want another one or two? Absolutely. Yeah, love stories. Okay. Okay. So, all right. Um, There's a case I worked on that went to trial last month. And I was hired to do a social media profile on all 190 potential jurors. In the in the, the the pool of jurors it was 190. Wow. The court released it. I did 190 reports for the defense. So that, that makes me tired just. <laughs> it makes me tired just <laughs> talking about it. I, I work from seven till nine p.m. usually. <laughs> yeah, 190 like, jurors. I mean, yeah, I mean it was a so it was a ton of work. I, I I have some help. I have a team, so. You know, I have help, so that's great. But so when they, when the, when the defense, I was working for the defense when they did the process called voir dire, which is when they interview the jurors to try to select who they want, who they don't want. They knew everything about these people: their political affiliations, their criminal information, everything. And they were able to get the kind of jury that they felt would give them a fair verdict. Now, mm-hmm. now the plaintiff, listen to this. The plaintiff's attorneys were asking for $200 million in damages. The largest civil lawsuit in Oklahoma. $200 million. Do you know what the verdict was? What was it? $2 million. $2 million. So I know know you don't want to disclose the case, but what, what kind of a case was it? I don't want to disclose that either. <laughs> you oh, look okay. it up and okay. find it too easily. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, All right. Fair I, enough. it was a huge, yeah, uh, I mean, you can find it, uh, you know, but it was, uh, the attorney was just thrilled. He said, we couldn't have had a better verdict. They awarded, there were three responsible parties, and they judged that the other two parties were more responsible. But the attorneys who hired me, uh, they were they, their insurance company only had to pay a million dollars, two million dollars. I mean, I've saved insurance companies hundreds of millions and millions of dollars doing this work. Mm-hmm. That's why I said in the beginning of the program, social media investigation is where it's at. It's where you can make money. It's where PIs, as I mentioned, around the country partner with me, and and I do the work for them. Our team does it. I oversee everything. And then they take the report, it makes them look good, and then they resell it to their client. 
Mm-hmm. And everybody wins, That's- and everybody's happy. So that was a, that was a great case. I've done stuff, you know, cheating spouses, which I don't like to do, but I do them. You know, I told you I lived through that, and I don't really care right. for it. Um, right. But I do the work, and you know, let me just suggest to every PI who's listening: whatever you do, get all your money up front. Because when you find the information, if you only took a small retainer, they're never going to pay you. Uh-huh. And uh, so, it's, a, it's challenging. You know that from being in the industry. It's a sad deal. Right. People are upset. And you have to really protect yourself in that, in that kind of uh, uh, those love interest cases. You have to be careful. Um, so I've done so that. You- and then I, I did. Go ahead. I was just going to ask if you've done uh, birth uh, parent locates. Those kind of locates. You know, I, I worked really on, on one case, uh, one case only, actually. I, I don't know why. I just never really get those kinds of cases. And um, we unfortunately did not find the daughter so very, very little to go on. She was adopted when she was little. And, I mean, I dug, I did pro bono work for this lady. I spent hours and hours and hours and hours. I even consulted with other people that, that I know in the industry. Uh, but we just could not find her. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes there's so little information. This was a mother that was trying to find her birth child. Is that what it was? She had to give up for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, there's a different kind of a case where I had, a fo- I had three photographs of an individual, and I was able to find her. Um, I had a case of a missing 14-year-old girl who was missing for a week. I found her in three hours. Wow. And, yeah. and, and, so because and how did you media. do that? How did you do that? So I, I interviewed her dad, and I interviewed her sister at their home. Is she active on social media? Does she have a Facebook page? Blah, blah, blah. We're not sure. We think so. So I got her name. I found her, her Facebook page, her Instagram, a few other things. And then I start digging around for posts and information, and which led me to believe that she was staying with some guy uh, around her age, some kid. Uh-huh. And uh, I made some phone calls. I found some of her friends. And I called, got a hold of one of her friends, her Facebook friends, and said, listen, this is who I am. I'm a private investigator. Her father hired me. Parents are scared to death. She's been missing a week. Do you know where she is? They just want to know, is she safe? Oh, yeah, she's at this guy's house. She's at so-and-so and so-and-so. And, And, well, what's his name? You know his phone number. Yeah, here's his number. So I called the parents. They called the police. They went and collected her. She was safe, but she was just... You know, she was 14, and she was uh, living a life she shouldn't have been doing at that age. Let me just say yeah, that. Yeah, right. But we found, we found her, and that's, and that's what gives me, it makes me happy. I know as PIs, we got to feel good about what we do because we're helping people find exactly. loved ones, find missing kids, and, and saving insurance companies money and whatever. I mean, it's a, it's a great thing to do, I think. Yeah, I, t- I totally agree with you. And I, you know, I'm, and I'm sure that there, we have people that listen to this show that are not private investigators and may have done some of these things and are probably getting pretty nervous <laughs> as you're talking. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah. So, Michael, let's, let's go back to some of these searches. Um, let's talk about the Facebook recovery tool. Tell us about that one. 
Okay, so, uh, and I don't have that link in front of me, but again, they can get it from PI, powerhousepi.com. But I, yeah. I, I remember the search. So what you have to do is you go on Facebook and you have to be logged out of Facebook. You cannot be logged in for it to work. And there's a recovery link, which I don't have in front of me, but again, it's on that list, um, that you go to, type in that link, and then if you have the person's known maybe phone number or email, because it'll say to you, what is the phone number or what is the email? And then you put in the known information that you have in the Facebook recovery tool. Uh And basically what you're doing is pretending I lost my part of my login credentials, okay? I see. And it gives you a response. Now, let's say you're looking for the email and you have the individual's phone number. It will give you a truncated email. It will not give you all of the email, but it might give you Smith at dot, 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 dot com. Well, now you've got the person's user ID in their email, Johnny Smith 22 mm-hmm. for example, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and you can sometimes guess and complete just by guessing, trying different combinations of things, and find the real email that you can now put into these tools and search. Now, the thing you've got to remember, there's two things you've got to remember when you use the Facebook recovery tool. You cannot be logged in. It won't work. And secondly... When it returns that truncated information, you cannot click the next button. If you do, it will send a reset to the person's Facebook, to their email or their phone number to tell them um, we're resetting your email. And you can't do that. That's not legal. Yeah. Because then you're violating their privacy. You can't do that. But, again, it's open source information. It's truncated. It's not fully there. You might get a phone number, you know, 212-464, and you don't know the last four numbers, but maybe you found the last four numbers using some of these other tools. Mm-hmm. So that's the beauty of how this works. It's well, and Michael, I, I, think what the, I think what this really points to, uh, the example that points to, is why it's important to run multiple s- different searches because you get pieces yeah from other searches that you might be able to plug in here. Absolutely. That's why we need a lot of tools and a lot of tenacity. And, you know, I have a little video on my website where I talk about that very idea of puzzles. We are putting puzzles together and Mm -hmm. one little piece. You know how you put a puzzle and you're looking for that, you've got a section and you're looking for that one piece and that opens up a whole other section? That's exactly what we do. For a right. We're looking right. for that key piece of information that opens the door. Great. So let's see. So let me look at some of these others. Um, what about spy talks? What What do you get from that one? Um, in fact, I've got that right up in front of me. You will get, for example, when I entered a particular email in the example in my report. It gave me a name, Anthony Downward. I don't know who that individual is, but basically you're taking an email, you're entering it into this site, and if it has information, it may give you a name. In this case, it gave me a name and a city and a state. That's and cool. So now I'm thinking, 
yeah, I've got this guy's name. Now, here's the thing we got to remember as PIs, as professionals. You can't just get one hit and say, I found him and tell your right. client I found him. No, you need two or three sources that concur, that give you the same identity information repeatedly in order to be certain that this is the email, this is the name, this is the city. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. De- definitely makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's that's good investigative techniques. You can't just find one source and say, I found him. No, no, no. You have to have two or three, and that gives legitimacy to your, your work. So um, we're, we've only got about three minutes left. So if you were to give somebody uh, instructions for a quick and dirty search, tell me what that would be. You start with Google, and then what? Yeah, I would start with Google. I would look at those uh, those emails, uh, and again, take the, uh, the the username piece and search that. Put it in Gmail, Hotmail, Yahoo. Try various um, uh, search uh, with different uh, email addresses attached at the end of the username portion, and and then look at all those links and see where they lead. Um, and then I would use some of these tools that we've listed um, in this in this uh, program, and then on the we- on the website uh, to because you got to have you got to have a list of tools. That's what I would recommend. I always have my tools ready in front of me when I do the mm-hmm. investigation. It's impossible to remember. There's so many of them, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, on my on my free download at Powerhouse PI, there's uh, over 30 tools listed, and that's not all of them. There's tons of tools that we can use, but you've got to have a strategy when you're doing an investigation. Otherwise you're going all over the place and you're never getting to your target. And that's really the good advice I can give. You've got to take it like, like a funnel. You've got this email, or you've got this name or this identifier and you've got to funnel it, funnel it, funnel it down till you get the, the meat of the information you're looking for. Yeah, that's good advice. And, and it sounds like the, the ones you've, you've highlighted here on this show are the are your favorites those are the ones you you use probably the most of the time yeah 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 well we are at the end of the show michael it's been a pleasure talking to you i'd love to meet you in person one of these days maybe that will happen and uh yeah sounds great all right and for the rest of you it's pic classified uh we're here every thursday give us a ring log in and we'll be happy to provide all kinds of information about investigation it's PIC Classified I'm Francie Kaler thanks for listening you've been listening to PIC Classified with your host Francie Kaler tune in every Thursday at noon Eastern Time that's 9am for you West Coast listeners PIC Classified explores stories of deceit, mystery, and detectives unraveling the truth every Thursday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific Time here on the Voice America Variety Channel. 